0: Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys, welcome to Brain Food. This is the first episode of season two. Um, I feel like enough time has gone past since I started this podcast. It's just been season one, blah, 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 episode one, two, three, and it's gone all the way up to 36. And I just feel like I'm at a point in my life right now where I can kind of just restart and start a new project. And kind of talk about things that are a little bit outside of my comfort zone. And be more philosophical with the way that I talk. Which I do already. But I'm trying to tap into my artist core more. Because I haven't in a couple of months. And I just felt like this is a perfect opportunity to really just start a new project. Without forcing myself to physically draw or paint. Or do something like that. I feel like... I'm very articulate with my words and writing has been a really big part of my life and it's really been helping me a lot over the past couple of months so I feel like I've been planning more and I have a lot of new shit coming out I just made a brain food logo I made a new promotional the cover that you're watching on this podcast will have a new cover it's season two all special made Um, But I made a logo, and I'm going to start selling stickers. I'll be giving out the first hundred stickers that I get to some of my friends. You can pass them around. And if you guys like it, I'll start up a shop, and you can buy them there. and Put them on your laptop, your water bottle, your car, your bumper sticker, anything you want. But I just feel like I need to get this started. I've been spending a little bit more money on my production, and I just bought some new stuff for you know my audio so we'll have better audio by the time I get back from Europe um, I think the next episode I'm only going to film one episode when I'm in Europe because I just won't have the time I need to enjoy my trip so I will be away for the next two weeks but by the time I get back um, I will have new equipment so there'll be better, better audio so a lot of stuff to be looking forward to within the next couple of weeks by the end of the summer and then I'm moving away to college and I have a single dorm so it'll be the perfect opportunity to just share my life more i can actually start my adulthood i can start my creative process over again and it'll be a totally different sound and a totally new brain food production and i'm just super excited because it's starting right now and it's happening right now um i wanted to jump into this episode so we could talk about um coping mechanisms and how to deal with losing a friend because i feel like i've talked about losing friends and I've I've talked about why I've lost friends, but I've never really explained, you know, how I coped with it and how it felt when it was when it was happening and, you know, how I dealt with that pain. Because, you know, I feel like when I talk about my life and I talk about my relationships, I say that they ended or how they started, but I never really talk about that gray area of when I had to deal with it because I feel like I always end up saying like oh you know like I'm here now and I'm a different person and I'm over it. But I never really explain how I got over it. And I feel like that's kind of just glossing over the most important part, which is what this whole podcast is about is, you know, to help people, to give advice, to give, you know, insight on something you may not know how to approach and I'm gonna put my air on, and I'm gonna open my Celsius. So I apologize for that two the two noises that are about to happen. Ah, uh, okay, she's opened. Um, right now, I am currently drinking a orange sparkling Celsius, my favorite flavor. It is currently seven forty five at night. Um, I plan on writing a little bit of my script, um, doing a skincare routine. And tomorrow is going to be a big day. I'm getting my nails done. I'm going to the gym. And I'm packed already for my trip. So anyway, let's get back to it. Um, I feel like the first time I'd lost a friend was probably the transition to middle school. Um, I was, I had, a, I had, a, I'd consider myself pretty independent from a young age but I always had a tight-knit circle of friends and they were like neighborhood friends and kids that I would just see every day and I consider them my best friends and I just remember the transition from elementary school to middle school was extremely hard for me because I had just started to broil up the sense of what popularity was and the hierarchy of friendships in high school and I'm going to be completely honest I wanted to be there was nothing more I wanted in sixth from eighth grade was to be Uh, excuse me popular and I just remember these kids that I'd grown up with that were my best friends didn't really want that and I could never really understand why And I had isolated myself in a way because I was constantly trying to get the attention of these kids who just didn't give a shit about me. Those kids were the popular kids. And, you know, my best friends were constantly telling me, like, you know, why why do you care so much about what they think of you? Because, you know, what they think of you is not what you want, you know? And, like, why do you keep trying? And I took that as, like, they don't understand, no one understands me, so I just, you know, blockaded myself. And I remember when I was in 7th grade I had first gotten the sense of <clears throat> like these friends don't matter so I'm just going to leave them for something better and that's a really fucking shitty thing to do seeing it now as a almost 18 year old probably one of the worst decisions I've made ever it's in my top 5 and I just completely left these friends that I had known for my whole life had grown up with watched me grow up into a teenager and just left them because I wanted, you know, popularity and more friends when I just had good friends right in front of me. But I think that's all part of the process of who I was. And I just remember at the time thinking of it as... They're losers. They don't get it. You know, they left me. They wouldn't come and join me, so they mean nothing to me. And I just remember after that being completely left alone because, of course, like my friend said, those kids didn't want to hang out with me. So when I left my, my old friends for these, I had so thought in my head, these new friends, they, and they didn't want me, I was left with no one. And... I tried to go back to my old friends, but they were like, you know, that was really shitty thing you did. Like, so we don't really want you back if, you know, until you figure out, like, why you, you know, why what you did was really fucked up. And I just remember, like, having this feeling of abandonment and, you know, trying to make it better. But I couldn't, obviously, because just things don't work like that. You can't make it better after, like, a day or two. And, you know, the way I dealt with it at that time was anger. And, you know, this isn't advice, but this is me explaining, you know, how I got to the point of where I am now. And I just completely remember being, you know, mad at them, being like, how the fuck could they do this to me? We've been friends for eight, nine years. Like, who who does this to someone? And never really comprehending, you know, what I had done to them. Because in my head, they had done something bad to me. And I could do no wrong. Because, you know, I was perfect in my head. But on the outside, everyone didn't see me as that. So I was always at a battle within myself. And with myself. Because I could never understand why people didn't like me. But, like, now that I'm older, I I can understand, you know, like... I can understand why my friends were fed up with my act because I, I crave, I wanted people to like me so bad because people are always so mean to me that I had become really ignorant and arrogant, you know, to get people's attention. And like, you know, I did in fact get attention. I did in fact get a couple of conversations with popular kids that I'd wanted so badly, but they would never want to hang out with me. They would never want to spend time with me outside of school. And like, that's all I really wanted was you know more friends and i ended up with nothing um so that like set in stone you know this this fundamental feeling of like anyone who tries to get close to you or or is close with you to a level will inevitably hurt you because you were friends with these kids for so long and they still hurt you no matter how much trust was built no matter how many laughs you had no matter how many deep conversations and how much you trusted each other, they still hurt you. So, there's no person in this world that you can get close with that won't end up hurting you. So, I just went through high school, like eighth, ninth, up until like the n- end of ninth grade, n- having no friends, just here and there conversations with kids kind of just like floating around hanging out with kids after school but never actually really being friends with them just someone to talk to so I wasn't completely and utterly alone because that's what have that's what would would have happened if I you know wasn't floating around like that and you know to an extent I really didn't care about what the popular kids thought of me I just needed someone to talk to me because if I didn't upfront talk to someone nobody would talk to me because what I had done to myself in middle school and my you know outward appearance for everyone else to see I I didn't ruin it but I didn't make it good and I just remember being friends with this girl at the end of ninth grade and we really hit it off and we became very close very fast and we had a really really great friendship I think and, you know, we did everything together. We were always making each other laugh. We went on adventures. We did stupid shit together. And I just think for most of my life, I'd convinced myself that I wasn't the problem. Which, you know, doesn't doesn't get rid of the pain that I felt when, you know, when people left me or when I stopped being friends with someone. But it was the reason why those friendships failed. And I just remember being really close with this girl and thinking that, you know, there's no way that, that me and this girl are ever going to fight, that, you know, we're ever going to have a um, a falling out and we're never not going to be friends to an extent. And for three years, we were best friends, like two and a half, three years, we were really, really, really good friends. And... I remember always having this thought in the back of my head of like you know I trust her but I I don't you know because like she's my best friend so I had to trust her but at the same time I, I don't at all and it, it wasn't because of my trust issues there was just this this feeling that I had within myself where I was like you're sneaky and I don't like it but you're my best friend so it doesn't matter I'll just put it in the back of my brain you know and wait for something to happen and be like oh that's why that happened and something inevitably happened where she completely broke my trust and I lost a lot of respect for this person and was like I'm done you know a lot of the times when we did like We didn't really ever fight. We didn't ever really be like, I'm done with you. We're not friends anymore. Never had done that. But there were times where I would say something or she would say something and we'd go a while of not talking because we didn't go to the same school. So it wasn't like if we got into a fight, I'd have to see her at school the next day. Like we went to completely different schools and, you know, she had her shit going on. She was in a relationship and I had my shit going on and, you know... We were the type of friends where we pick up where we left off. And I remember we went on a trip together and it did not go very well. Um, It was just a mess and I'd spent a lot of money for myself and, you know, I had fun. But it just made me see something not only within myself, but within this friend that I'd considered... A very very close person in my life that you know not I'd never really had someone in in my life like this up until that point and just remember thinking like you know this person isn't a bad person and I've been putting this off for months I just don't think our timing is right right now to be in this friendship because I'm okay and I'm healthy and I'm doing well but she's not and I can't keep letting myself you know feel like I'm going to regress every time I'm with her so I have to be done and honestly in the moment it wasn't a hard thing to do but the more and more time went on the more horrible life I felt about it because I didn't have any closure it was just we hung out and then we never did ever again and I just remember telling her like you know the last time we hung out I was like you know I think I'm going to do my own thing for a while you know like we we both have college stuff to figure out so if I don't see you for a while like just text me if you need to see me at any time and we didn't talk for almost a year I, I didn't text her she didn't text me, you know, and it was really, really painful because in my mind, I I was thinking the entire time, like, wow, I was really a background character in her life. And that's why she's not texting me back. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we needed time apart. I think from the time she met me, I was doing really bad and I was doing I was, you know, deep in my addiction problems when she had met me. And I had a lot of family shit going on. I was still angry. I was still an addict. I was still, you know, hurt. I was an open wound for everyone to, you know, poke at. And I think she, you know, not was in a good spot, but was in a stable spot. And we helped each other, you know when we both needed it and the relationship started to become repetitive and I think it bothered both of us that it became repetitive because we were both people that needed stimulation all the time and when we weren't given it we felt like our friendship was failing so we never talked about our problems which was the main issue of it so all these problems had built up over two and a half years three years And just had finally blown up in our faces when the roles switched. When she was in a really, really bad spot and I wasn't. And I think that was the most beautiful part of our relationship and our relationship still is that... You know, we see each other grow and go through really, really big changes. But even though we went through a lot a lot of time apart after spending a lot of time together you know we still ended up being friends because we were both able to recognize and grow apart you know not that we were ever codependent on each other I just remember the first time when COVID happened we didn't talk at all you know we would see each other here and there but that was really it and I took it really, really hard because that's when probably my problems were the worst was, you know, in the midst of COVID and I just remember, you know, in the back of my head like, she's my best friend, why isn't she helping me and that's not her problem to fix and I remember resenting her for it and I think that's where that anger came from towards her and the thing was we never talked about any of our problems when it came to you know we didn't have any to talk about and we like would make up these problems in our head and you know when it finally blew up it was bad and I just remember the first time you know we had stopped talking I had taken it so hard like I'm not good enough and I suck as a person this is why she she doesn't want to be friends with me anymore I did something wrong but also at the same time like fuck her She's, she's not helping me she doesn't care but I think if that didn't happen I wouldn't be here right now so I think what you can take from this episode is when you're going through a breakup or a friendship breakup or you get into a fight I think my best advice is it's happening for a reason and to not push any problems further and just let it be and, you know, kind of not talk for a while. Because when we'd first gotten, not into a fight, but when we'd first stopped talking, I, I said I took it really hard and I ended up being like, What the fuck is wrong with you blah 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 and we we fought and I'd never really fought with her before and I just remember feeling like I I can't stop yelling at her like I have all of these things to say and I can't stop myself from saying these horrible things even though I don't really mean them to an extent and that's those are the kind of conversations that ruin a friendship that you can't you can't be like, okay, let's take time apart from each other to grow. Like, when you say something hurtful like that, there's a difference between making up a scenario in your head and being like, oh my god, she hates me because of this. You know, you're not physically saying it. But as soon as you physically say to someone everything that you hate about them and all these horrible things that you think about them, that's not something someone forgets. Ever. And I, I think... You know, if not impossible, it is extremely hard to overcome fights like that. Specifically, I don't think a relationship is ever the same after you point out some of their flaws or the things that you hate about them. It's extremely hard, especially it, not only for me, but I know that goes out for a lot of other people. As soon as someone says something horrible about you that you don't like about yourself too you don't ever really want to talk to that person again because the whole time that you're talking to them, you think that they're thinking that. And the only advice I can give is when you're going through a breakup or, you know, having a fight with a friend or you lost a friend is to just leave it as it is and take some time alone to resonate with it and, and think about it. If, if, if you're rereading over the text and you're fighting still, it's not a relationship that's really resolvable or something that you can really (laughs) resuscitate. And that's my advice I could give for stuff like that. Um, I mean, the way that I cope with stuff like that now is, is to just take a step back and just, you know, wait a little while until you try to poke the bear again because... At the end of the day, when someone's mad and you said something that hurt them or someone said something to you that hurt you, you don't really want to hear from that person for a couple of days, if not longer. So if you come back a couple days later saying how sorry you are, it doesn't sound like a genuine apology. You need to take time apart from each other because there's some other um, ongoing issues within your relationship or with just within yourself that you need to resolve before you could be in a relationship with another person or in a friendship with another person because if you're not okay with what kind of person you are or that person isn't okay with what kind of person they are you can't coexist and be in a healthy relationship to an extent because you know me and that girl we're friends now we talk it's because we're both in a good place now, but when the roles kept, you know, switching back and forth, it we couldn't, we couldn't balance each other out because one was so bad and one was so good. And, you know, I had said, like, the, that's what makes our relationship beautiful, like, it does in some ways, but it made it toxic in a lot of ways, too. I feel like the way that we switched roles was great because it shows, you know, our versatility and the way that we can grow within our relationship but it was when we took time apart when you know we could just be ourselves more than we thought we could and we don't we don't feel grudges towards each other anymore like we did or had had before and we're not rude anymore and I feel like you know I picked up where I left off but at the same time we're more mature and maybe that's you know that comes with age but at the same time I feel like I was a really immature person in that relationship, and she was the more mature one, and now I feel like I'm the more mature one, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but the only advice I can give to you is when you feel like a friendship is toxic, or you're fighting too much, or you just can't see eye to eye, the only thing you could do is just take a step back from the relationship and just give it, it give it a break until you've worked on yourself and do work on yourself don't just have the same mindset try to expand your mindset within that time apart from each other because if your mindset stays the same and there's changes then there's two different mindsets again and you're not gonna be able to see eye to eye you need to expand your you know your mindset and your mind and the way you think about things and try to see things from both sides always because that was something that we both struggled with we were both very black and white thinkers so she would think like the complete opposite of what I had thought and we would think we would take it personally when we would you know disagree on something but it's not a personal thing it's just a mindset thing and I feel like now we're on the same mind wave where we see a lot of things from both sides now and we can actually hold a intellectual conversation like we couldn't before in the past And I don't know, maybe it comes with age. That's something that I'm questioning right now, but I'd like to think that it's not. And I'd like to think the work that I'd put in paid off and hers as well. And I mean, even graduating high school has been, you know, an amazing thing for me, but... I feel like I I had lost, you know, someone who's really close to me as well and I just don't know why and you know, I know why. I know why it's, you know, it's because we're adults now and you know, we're going off to college and you know, she has bigger things to look on, you know, onto, but at the same time it hurts a lot. And you know, the way I'm coping with it is trying to go on more adventures and you know, explore things that I had never really taken interest in before, like, I can't remember the last time I went on a hike, and I went on a hike yesterday with, with my friend, and that's the most fun I've had in months, just doing stupid shit with, you know, someone else, and I I had done something by myself, I went, I went and got my nails done, I went and got my toes done, I did a face mask and not for one minute was I thinking about what I'm thinking about right now and I feel like the best way you could find these coping these healthy coping mechanisms is you know to look deep into yourself and just ask yourself what you want and just be honest like I look at myself and the reflection I see is someone that really really wants to have a deep connection with someone and not just the surface level over and over and over again but I keep lying to myself saying that I'm happier that way when I'm not and that's something that I struggle with completely is mentally I'm safer and happier with surface level relationships but when I have a deep connection with someone and I can have an intellectual conversation with someone and be vulnerable not only in the way um with emotions but also my mind because I feel like I have a pretty complex mind. I have a lot going on and I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of philosophies that are conjumbled. I'm trying to put the pieces together and every time I try to explain it to someone who I don't have the connection with, I look like an idiot. And I think I just need to expand my social self and I keep, you know, lying to myself, like I'm happy, you know, I'm happy, but I'm not happy with my social life at all because, you know, people, you know, have recently been asking me to hang out, which has made me happy in the moment and has given me, you know, quick satisfaction of like, oh my God, people do want to hang out with me, but then I say no. And maybe maybe it's baby steps at a time, which is, you know, helping me a little bit. But I feel like when I get to college, it'll be a lot easier for me. But I don't want to keep this mindset of... As long as I have these surface-level relationships, nobody can hurt me deeper than I have already been hurt. Because I thought that friendship in the past was the worst pain I'd ever gone through genuinely and I thought I was never really going to see that person again and I didn't want to because it was a really hard thing to face after a long time because the more months that I'd gone by the angrier that I'd gotten with myself for doing what I did for just leaving her and I was just like, I'm never going to get over this and I'm never going to have the opportunity after next year if I don't do this now. And I think the hardest thing I've had to do within the past four months was seeing her and having an open and real conversation with her about how I felt about our friendship and about how I was the problem for a lot of it, even though I had thought it was her for so long, which... You know, maybe it was, but at least admitting to her that I was part of the problem was all the closure that I needed. And, you know, now we talk still, we hang out now, and, you know, it'll never be the same as it was, and that's because I'm never going to be 14, 15 again. But at least I have the closure that I've been needing for the past two years and hearing the words come out of her mouth of, this happened because of this and you know she was honest and those feelings of her being untrustworthy kind of just vanished when her honesty came through and it was a really resolving feeling and I need more of those feelings in my life and I feel like I've been getting there I've been putting myself out there and I went to that after prom party and I got a lot of closure I recently went out with a couple of girls from work and I went to a club which is something that is completely out of my comfort zone but I did it and even though it didn't go to plan I still had fun and it was just everything is just changing by the minute within my life and even though it's kind of nerve-wracking right now it is going the way that I want it to And, you know, in the moment it feels like it's not. And it feels, you know, I question myself a lot. And what did I read the other day, which I thought was really, really good. Sorry for the awkward silence, but I actually read this thing the other day, which I thought was really, really smart. Let's see. I wrote... If you're feeling overwhelmed and are inclined to escape your emotions right now, it's important to feel your feelings. Attempting to bypass them will only affect this le- will only make this effect last longer. No, it was something else, but like that is really true though cuz I feel like I get in my head a lot. Oh, it's important to remember that being fearless doesn't mean never doubting yourself. It means that you're consciously choosing to not let fear overpower you. And I thought that was spot on for how I've been feeling lately. I feel like I had this idea in my head when something goes wrong or, you know, for the sake of it, when a friendship ends that I I can't, I can't, you know, be questioning myself, you know, like I did the right thing and, you know, that's just not a real realistic outlook to have on life because if you think being fearless meaning means never never questioning yourself, you know, never really second doubting yourself, i mean that isn't realistic. Everyone does that no matter how you know, intellectually inclined you are or how how much experience you have. I feel like you ask any philosopher, any you know, genius, any entrepreneur. All these people have questioned themselves and maybe that's what makes them great, you know, questioning themselves and seeing the other opportunities and seeing the other side of things. And I feel like I've said this a million times, but just everything in life goes right back to balance and how much you have a lack of it or how much you were inclined with it. And I feel like I'm at a healthy medium right now, and I'm completely happy with that. I I have my fair share of ups and downs, but I'm also consistently happy in a way where I'm I'm not ruined if something bad happens. I feel like in the past when something bad happens, I'm like, I've completely regressed and all my progress is gone, but you have to move backwards a million times before you get it right. And maybe a couple times within the past month, I have fallen on my ass and, you know, but I've gotten back up and tried again and, you know, it worked out the way I wanted it to, which is a great and exhilarating feeling, feeling like, you know, you've, you've done something great. Like, I studied all fucking year for my algebra regions, got a B in the class, my grade went from a C to a B plus throughout the four quarters started with a c plus b minus and ended the year with a b plus almost a minus minus. and i got a 52 on the regents and that was nothing but a shitty feeling feeling like i had worked all year for absolutely nothing but i still got my advanced algebra advanced regents diploma and i still graduated high school and i'm still going to school in the city And, you know, I worked my ass off and that's all I really cared about. I put a lot of work in to make sure that that grade went up. I went to tutoring two to three times a week. And, yeah, maybe I failed the regents, but, you know, at least I worked hard. And I worked up until the end, until I finished that test. You know, and I think my reward was, for myself, was starting a new project and, you know, trying to do better, making sure that I I never, not that I never, but don't fail as bad next time and just trying to be better every day that goes on. And I I never want to sit here and make, make it sound like I am this perfect person that I'm this, you know, I'm a good, you know, I'm a good person, you know, because I know deep down I have good morals and I have a good heart i have a good mind but at the end of the day i make mistakes sometimes i say things i don't feel like i should say and i hurt people sometimes and i think you know that makes me a person that makes me mortal that makes me cat i feel like you know the thought of being a good person is what keeps me going every day and the thought of you know helping people is what keeps me going and I just know it all comes down to balance and I know I have it as of right now but maybe I won't have it within the next two months and then I'll have it again that's what balance is you know it's not all about equilibrium and perfection it's 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 about going ups and downs and gaining experience and understanding that friendships end for a reason people fight for a reason you just have to look deeper into why you're having those fights and why you feel the way that you do because you do know deep down it's just the, you know, it's the wall within yourself that you don't want to break down because you don't know what's on the other side of it. Um, I think today was a great episode. I'm going to take a couple more sips of my Celsius, but I do have some um, answers to the question that I asked on the Instagram, which you should go f- Fucking follow please like I'm begging you <laughs> I mean it has a pretty good following right now but I'm trying to put my brand out there as much as I can and every time I get a new follow it does mean a lot to me um what else do I got let me take a sip okay oh my god my voice sorry so let's see I asked how do you cope with losing a friend? Someone said, write a letter of the last things I want to say to them. And I think that's a great one. I think that's what I had done with my last relationship with one of my really good friends. Was wrote down all the things that I loved about them. And all the things that I hate about them, and I crumpled it up, tore it up, threw it out, and I didn't really think about them until I saw them next. I feel like that's all you can really do if you can't get into contact with someone, or you feel like it's not right, it's not the right time yet. I I feel like you should never force a conversation that shouldn't be happening, just because you feel like you know it's sh- you know. Is the right is the right timing, but you know deep down it isn't. You just want the closure now. You don't want to be patient and wait for it to happen naturally. Um, someone said, "I didn't." Still shocked to this day. You just have to forget about it. Every you have to forget about it until it won't hurt as bad. I think, depending on your situation, I think that's a pretty dark outlook to have if I'm being honest but at the same time I don't I don't know the situation I don't know how dark things got within the relationship and maybe that's the bitter truth of it I have plenty of relationships where it went from a hundred to zero within days where I felt like this person was a really good match for me and then all of a sudden they're saying fuck you I hate you kill yourself like you mean nothing to me we have nothing or vice versa and it was just over and the bitter truth of it is I know I will never get that closer with that person under whatever circumstances they hold uh, they're too stubborn they don't want to have the conversation they don't want to realize the problems that they were the problem that I was the problem whatever the whatever the hell it is they don't want to talk about it and maybe I'll never talk about it with them but I know deep down I'm I have closure within myself of why things happened the way that they did and I only feel empathy for the other person as of now and that's the advice I can give to you is to feel not feel bad but have empathy and compassion for that person and try to understand why they did the things that they did instead of focusing on how much they hurt you just be like try to see the other side of how their life has played out and you know maybe this is the reason why and and just feel compassion because hate is a strong feeling and resentment is a strong feeling that will inevitably and oh my god the way i just said that word was fucking horrible inevitably overcome you if you let it And that's why I feel like I had let it overcome me for so long with a lot of people in my life, including my family, was this is their fault. They raised me to be this way. I hate them. And I ended up, you know, stabbing my own self in the back doing that. If you feel hate and resentment and, you know being angry at this person for what they had done to you and because you don't know why you just have to accept that maybe you'll never know why and then that opens the possibility of maybe it'll naturally happen one day you just the only advice I can give to you is to have hope and accept instead of living in a box of hate and resentment um Someone (laughs) said... Fucking Jay Fetty commented on my thing. He was like, I'm high as fuck. (laughs) Someone said cry. And my same answer for that was for the last one. Sadness and fear are a really strong feeling if they... If you let them overcome you. Um, Remember the good but not forget why they're gone. I think that's a beautiful answer. Truly. Because that's how I remember my relationships now. If, if I keep remembering the bad and I keep remembering the ugly of the relationship, that's all the relationship will amount to in my head. Because that's just how my head works and I know it works that way. If I remember all the things they did to hurt me, then I will hate that person. And then the hate will turn into fear and then I'll self-destruct and I will... Self-sabotage my own self through that entire process. I'd rather just accept and, you know, accept that we had some good times and it ended for the reasons that it did and just move on. And I know that's easier said than done, but it's truly the only thing that will ever get you through that. Um, (laughs) I'm not reading the next, I'm not reading the fucking next one, but it's funny. Um, But I think today was a really, really great episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of season two. Um, If you have any questions, follow my Instagram at Kat Wisniewski. That's K A T W I S N I E S K I. And, you know, check out my website. Check out the Twitter. It's all in my Instagram, but, and all my website as well. But really go check out my website. That's www. K T W I S N I E S K I dot com um all my updates are on there so if you're not checking that out you should because what are you doing right now listening to my podcast just go check it out i'll leave it in the link in the episode or whatever streaming you know device you're listening to it on we will have my link to my website or you could check it out on my instagram just go check it out you can check it out once never check it out again if you don't like it you don't like it But I really recommend checking it out because it has all my personal information and any updates on podcast information. Um, But yes, I will see you guys next week. I will see you guys later. Bye.